0: just to warm up uh, yeah let's yeah. warm up now. I'm recording now just to this is, way too dark, but I gotta
1: this is way too dark but on the camera but I kind of like it it's very uh, cryptic oh good like okay. all of your videos an anyway oh yeah
0: <laughs> artifacts a lot of artifacts Cool. So this is, um, start off with a melody here. Um, this is something I'm encountering with walking around. And uh,
2: getting a new pair of ear pods. Been listening
0: to podcasts. And this is sort of um, just an opening number. Here we go. On the topic of podcasts.
2: men of ambition
0: and those of accomplishment
2: they still found time
0: for podcasts on topics of interest
2: On the scaffolding of day-to-day reality, we're all taught to believe, with gaping distances from ultimate reality.
0: That was a a line that I picked up uh, and ran with from a Joe Rogan show. Hmm.
1: Uh, Gaping reality? Uh, no, gaping distances from ultimate reality. Oh, gaping distances from ultimate reality. I like that.
0: Yeah, kind <laughs> of uh, lyrical. Um, so these are just uh, kind of songs about uh, every day, you know, if I was like uh, in the back of a Toshiba or uh, a Mitsubishi truck, kind of like those Afghan soldiers with the uh, uh, machine guns. riding around but uh there's gardeners where and lizards usually two guys in a truck you know laughing having a good time Mm. and uh full of gardening equipment i don't know anything about their life but um that's the uh i guess the songs are like if i was having you know on a hayride and it was like there was a lot of community and um Instead of like a Sadie Hawkins, I guess the closest thing I can see to that is Gardeners in Southern California. That kind of community. But um, that's the uh, atmosphere uh, that these songs are uh, attributed to. Hmm. Here's another one. It has a little variety. I haven't named it except maybe... It has a variation on my guy uh, oh
1: yeah <laughs> you were talking you about know. busting that one out at uh, open mic oh I did yeah, yeah. I had that a
0: lot f- of other ones but uh, this one is uh, has that melody there at the end which I think uh, it's in the same key too here
2: wake up in the morning and I didn't know what was expected of me drive a truck in the heat all day gather water all to no applause
0: in an afternoon of self-realization
2: space for a moment out of place as eye heightening truancy you can use to get out of the blues and hop on a cloud the old guy with the knee gout how you gonna get about
0: I wish I had a drummer, but uh, bass. But um, you don't have a like one of those little things, do you? They'll sit on and go. T- t- oh no!
1: <laughs> I mean, we could, could improvise. Try that's alright. Uh, 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 yeah, it was like just kind
0: of uh. joking around. It's not necessary. Unless you want to
1: use one of the the back of one of these speakers.
0: That's why I chunk around on the guitar. You know, that's the rhythm. Yeah. The you know the strumming.
1: You played that one, I think, at Pomona Loud. I did. Yeah, yeah. that was a big hit. Yeah, they li- I saw yeah. a
0: bunch of kids like kind of with a smirk on their face. Like they, they caught the um, they kind of liked the uh absurdity <laughs> of it. I'm not gonna get, you know, try to get intellectual with that. But I guess I don't know, I thought it was genuine. Uh, yeah. It's um the guy who wrote Fight Club had a thing about uh um, absurdist existentialism, mm-hmm. he called it. That was his. Anyway, I haven't read any of his books. I just saw one of his movies. So.
1: Uh, I
0: saw that one and. In... But I I did listen to him on a podcast. Uh, He's an interesting guy. Yeah, very interesting guy. He. Kinda built... want
1: to read his books one day.
0: <laughs> right. Yeah. yeah. You got a nice couch and a nice space, quiet here with a high ceiling. So. Thanks.
1: I hope it's not too echoey. No, just a little bit. We're gonna hear the neighbors stomping around upstairs. Oh, really? Yeah. I swear there is. Is it creak up there? No, it's just loud thud 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 thud. Sounds like they're. Were... Right. But oh. they
0: don't play any like bass guitar that's really repetitive and it's gonna drive you crazy.
1: No, it'd be kind of nice for now, like it, <laughs> <Depends> <laughs> to be some backing uh, some backing rhythm, yeah. Yeah. But no, it's just a uh, non-rhythmic stomping uh, that sounds like they're dancing with their couch. Oh. Yeah. Well. And I don't know what the deal is. It's just little people.
0: That could be better than a rhythmic pounding. (laughs) Yeah.
1: I don't know. A rhythmic pounding sounds more appealing. Oh, really? (laughs) Um, Let's
0: see. Yeah, these are... uh, Those are some uh, new songs. And the others that I have are a little bit more, uh, I have another new one, but I can go back to uh, an older one. And um, I'm just so far, I'm working back from new to old. Mm. And this, the next piece uh, is called Old Country. And it's about, um, well, it's about a video that we shot And uh, it was never put together because the producer, um, you know, had a philosophical, personal. uh, I think he found Jesus and he abandoned the project a little before that, I think.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Unrelated, he found Jesus. (laughs) Something was the instigation. He needed something to forgive him for that, that film. (laughs)
0: or just for failing for it or making a promise that he didn't come through on Uh, um, or you know something he did apologize to me at one point he tried to give me a job fundraising but he realized that I was just doing some telemarketing Hmm. and it wasn't uh, it it wasn't connected to anybody that had any kind of uh, influence or power or um, could write any really good checks Uh, so you know I think that was kind of the nail in the coffin I don't know. It was but it didn't for the church. And yeah, so there was some footage shot. I mean, he even paid the guy like three hundred bucks to shoot it on a, a camera that was like a, I don't know, forty thousand dollar digital camera or something. Mm. Yeah. And the guy was doing a, a documentary for um, Cool in the Gang.
2: Oh, that's awesome.
0: Yeah, so it was like you know, it was like wow, you know, we're in the hills. Like this guy just did something with Cool in the Gang. Mm-hmm. And it was like. And then, um, so there was some momentum, right. Mm-hmm. And then it just, uh, you know, I, people go different ways and stuff. So, and then they're followed with, um, we lived in Boyle Heights and then things went weird. Eventually the, uh, council guy, uh, um, what's his name? Uh, Huizar, Jose Huizar, he got busted for doing some real shady stuff. And then the FBI went into his house and they found, like, dollar bills in his uh, sport coat pocket. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was really, like, old-school mobster bribe stuff. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> and then it that was... obvious, too? Yeah, he was <laughs> nailed. And all the rest of the council people, um, they publicly disowned disowned him <laughs> in, like, the Los Angeles Times. Wow. Yeah. So you know, that was his fall from grace, but a lot, there was a lot of change there, and he enabled a lot of these um, <clears throat> private equity companies to come in, and uh, buy houses, and we were one of them, hmm. so, but I got a car, so, you know, I was, I was introduced back to traffic again, <laughs> and then I, and then some, some neighbors that were next door that, um, I guess, you know, it was like COVID hit, and everyone uh, was, was, well, I was before it, but it was um so I, I moved back to the sticks and and the neighbors <laughs> where i grew up and i told them i acted in a movie and they wanted me to like act the uh it, he wouldn't watch it on youtube i'm like well why can't you just watch it on youtube you know he wanted me to see if i could remember some scenes and and say it in his backyard you know mm-hmm. i was like that's really kind of like jerky you know it's <laughs> why, can't you just you know watch take my word for it watch I can't remember. I mean, it was like three years later. I didn't remember the lines. Um, But anyway, they had a pomegranate tree in the back, and that was like the only thing I could focus on was that. And uh, the uh, approaching night, and there was kind of a camaraderie, I guess, with the wind (laughs) and uh, the squirrels that were trying to eat the pomegranates. (laughs) Uh, and that's where I found some kind of solace and imaginative, you know, restoration. Uh, but with these guys, there could have been—I don't know—I they have a community that goes back from the old country, you know, that I kind of appreciated, but I wasn't part of for whatever reason. And I mean, they just—you know—we weren't kids anymore, so mm-hmm. people had their families and stuff. Yeah, and I didn't really want to go him. out to the desert and dune buggy. I didn't know how to do that anyway, right? Yeah. Um,
1: And they weren't prepared to teach you?
0: Yeah, they weren't prepared to bring me along because I'd been obviously drinking too much beer and uh, Mm. I needed to probably go for some walks and stuff. (laughs) Yeah. Could be a hindrance. Yeah. um, So this um, is a combination of of this. I I tried, I did record this uh, somewhere. But... um, but uh, I explained it to uh, this Japanese painter at a, a party in North Hollywood. He found it depressing, but he
2: laughed. So many years you've been away, I see you walking around. They say you acted in a play, in my backyard, let's have you perform it now. You're hoping time is running dry, you'll find your sea legs on another sunny shore. Keeping ahead by a thread, you know you're making it again. wasn't worth it to make happy hour just for the pre-roll it took a lot of beer And then, only a top shelf of some distinction would come through. In the old country, the birds chirped freely. It was time for that walk once again. You're hoping time is running dry. You'll find your sea legs on another sunny shore. Keeping ahead by a thread, you know you're making it again. The nights, it settled in to stretches of solace shining city on a hill, loomed and sparkled all at once. My mates and I, we played under what monuments of nightlife still survive. To lasso an immediate past in a gambit for expansion. Let's put some flange on
0: it. Some of those uh, sour notes will blend right in. (laughs) <laughs> right. yeah, let me hold on take another sip of beer but i got a whole beer here
1: oh yeah, wow. yeah. all right um sweet plenty more where that came from oh wow you got um, yeah <clears throat> it's an ale what was like a six or a 12 so i had to get the 12.
0: Oh, sweet good to know all right um how's it sound well, I mean, to me, I, 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 it, I mean, it's a small amp. It's, a trans, it, it's, a, it's not a two. I remember it sounded pretty cool. I liked it last time.
1: Said that I've been had I've been energy. Had. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Sounds good to me, I think. Cool. I'll find out in post.
0: Okay. Um, well, you know, I mean, I don't expect you to throw any effects on it. You got, already got a flange. So that's kind of cool. Mm. Maybe put some blowing wind in the back. Who knows? Maybe that'll <laughs> <fit>. <laughs> 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 yeah.
1: I can. I'll record some ambient noise from the outside and just mix just it all Just a little together. white static. Yeah. yeah.
0: Maybe that'll help. How about or the
1: sound of traffic?
0: <laughs> just no honking horns yeah. and aggression. Just <laughs> something really
1: soothing. How about aggression without honking horns? Uh, subtle aggression. Of, really? of the of the uh, I like uh, bumper to bumper unwinding. stop and go, unwinding not, not
0: winding up but unwinding. Mm. You know, just uh, strung out. <laughs> I really like strung out.
1: As your as your left light finally turns and you can. I get keep home. my
0: car up though. I'm I'm diligent about maintenance, mm. more so than this country is. I think about its infra- infrastructure. Oh, I know. If only
1: know. we were a you know a Toyota, <laughs> a red Toyota. Oh, is yours right? a Toyota?
0: Well yeah, everybody that doesn't have a BMW uh, and is going fast drives a Toyota or a Honda, right? <laughs> and
1: this is true. Yeah,
0: i noticed, you know, I just observed these things. <laughs> and, or
1: uh, it's a motorcycle of some kind or a Honda. Honda motorcycle.
0: Yeah. 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 <laughs> well, you know, more power to them. They they've been around for a long time. They're a trading partner that's been here for half a century. All right, so, um, well, yeah, uh, that, so that's, uh, like, you know, I got a laugh out of a Japanese painter at this party in North Hollywood, I remember, (laughs) and everyone was, like, tripping on, uh, tripping balls on mushrooms, and some guy threw a chair in the middle of the, um, this house he had was, it was... uh, (laughs) It was perfect because it was it was one house that wasn't turned into apartments yet Mm. and it was literally in the middle surrounded by houses that were turned into apartments but hadn't been occupied yet (laughs) and uh yeah so and then there was this raging fire and uh this guy was high and threw a chair in there Uh, he no that guy actually i think was straight he was just one of the chaperones he was one of the adults in the room actually he just did it for a dramatic effect to be a, <laughs> a good host.
1: That's pretty dramatic. <laughs> See mushrooms and throw chairs.
0: Yeah, I mean that warms it up. It loosens things up, and it makes everybody you know feel like you know they're welcome. I think so. Better
1: um, than lighting a teddy bear <clears throat> on fire, I guess. Yeah, I don't know what that means. <laughs> Do you?
0: I remember the. It would uh, the thing. Garfields. The I remember the Garfields in the window. I'm old enough to remember those.
1: Garfields in yeah window. oh yeah like that Garfield. was in the 80s uh, like stickers like decals for windows
0: no like they had this stuffed toy and I think they put it in there,
1: Oh, in I their see. window huh in the Honda oh people do that now every now and then I'll see it's like more like uh, anime pillows I think that's the thing now I see that a lot
0: yeah I see those stickers yeah there's know? like
1: 10 stickers in this parking lot and there's like more every day And then there's anime pillows of like half-naked cartoons. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I've seen those porno cartoons. Yeah. And it's just in the back behind those seats. And you can see it in the window. It's like, oh, what is that? And you're looking and you're like, oh, it's anime. I got it. But Uh, then you feel weird for staring so long.
0: I never did anime. I just did weird stuff like, you know, like, what was this? Ray or Robert Crumb? Was it Ray or Robert? The guy who did the Keep On Truckin', Robert Crumb. He is oh. very unpolitically correct these days.
1: <laughs> is he still around?
0: <laughs> I think he is. I think um. he's alive, uh, or maybe he just died. He was. Li- he moved to France, and they did a documentary. A guy named Terry Zwigoff mm-hmm. did a documentary about him that caught the attention of Woody Allen and stuff. Um, but it was a really good documentary. It was pretty intense, mm. um, but um, crazy his uh, like the rough tough cream puffs if you look at something like the that if you look that up by robert i hope yeah, i'm saying it right yes yeah, robert not ray um he's it's just a brilliant it's what you can expect of politics and it's these uh, roughnecks that <laughs> take over it's this roughneck mob that basically uh takes over mm-hmm. uh politics and um they just rule by intimidation, and uh, they start knocking each other off and um, but <clears throat> some of the uh, uh, you know typical problems it's of politics it's kind of like what you can expect uh, all you can expect mm-hmm. from politics and uh, it's just there's a lot of cynicism to what he does, but there's such a you know it 's very graphic. Um, there's just a, a visual, gra- you know, he renders things so graphically coming out of his imagination that there's like a horror, yeah, what do they call that? Horror vacui? Is that when things are really, uh, they're crunched together. There's a horror vacui, I think mm. they call it. It's like some of those Beatles albums where everything is like, you know, there's a lot of detail going on. Oh, I see. Like and a lot of things happening.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Um, the inside of that Zappa record too. uh You just reminded me of Sergeant Pepper, first off, and then the inside of, I think, Freak Out is that. It's like a million little things going on, and you really have to look around and see what you can... Yeah, yeah. See what they put in there. Frank
0: Zappa had a lot of detail going on. Mm. Um, I like that song uh, about uh, the Montana... um, The the guy who invents dental floss. Yeah, Yeah. the tycoon.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah.
1: A friend of mine, an old friend of mine, she um, she had a tattoo of uh box of dental floss with a Zappa's mustache. No on. way. Yeah. She did? Yeah. Wow. It was like her pride and joy. Favorite That's a husband. trip.
0: Yeah. Who was that?
1: Uh, an old friend of mine from high school. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, she got I think she got it in high school. She grew up a Zappa fan. Her dad was a big fan of Zappa.
0: She got it for her dad for uh, approval? Well,
1: yeah, maybe half and half. You know. She's a big fan of Zappa, too, so... Yeah. Well, Maybe
0: it's mean, yeah. yeah, it's, um, I'm sure I know uh,
1: of the tattoo in general, but, uh yeah, yeah
0: that's sure a crazy, it. Once uh, saw it. <laughs> it's a crazy song. He's got that guy that sang in it. Um, Yippee IA, I, I don't know what his name, but he sings in that song mm-hmm. and it was Tina Turner in there uh, that sang on that as well. In the background,
1: on dental floss? On yeah. the, on, no way, really. Yeah, yeah. I didn't know
0: that. Yeah, and her and Ike came in the room, and and he was like, "What the hell is this? You know, junk." And he just got he split.
1: <laughs> he made a real awkward. Yeah, because it, it was
0: all you know intricate notes, and she had to. I mean, you know, you've heard it. Hmm. Um, I don't know, but yeah, oh, he
1: turned a lot of heads. Yeah, I didn't realize Hike was Hikes was one of them. He turned his head away.
0: Yeah, he uh, didn't. Uh, he didn't dig what uh, Zappa was the whole idea. I think mm. we just kind of dismissed it.
1: Tina was a little more open-minded.
0: Yeah, you know, um, a lot more enthusiastic about it. Mm-hmm. Um, she was kind of into it, but uh, yeah, I don't know. She lives in France too, right? She got out did the right thing, made her money in America (laughs) and then went to Europe um, and lives like, you know, a proper celebrity should, I suppose. She She doesn't have to worry about the press here. (laughs) Yeah.
1: Doesn't France have a bunch of laws against the press?
0: Um, I don't know, but I would think so. I would think that they're uh, more culturally uh, advanced and less compromised.
1: I'd like to think so. I don't know anything about the French.
0: Um, I'd like yeah. to change
1: that one day. Maybe go to France. I, ha- I may have family there. I'd like to visit them. I'm sure they have no idea who the hell I am.
0: Wow, you got family there. I mean, no. I think. Tremendous. I'll uh, show up
1: at the door and be like, Hey, I'm one of you. And like,
0: I haven't uh, been to Europe. I've been to Sacramento. It was really hot at the airport. It got mm. off. But the going through the Sierra Nevadas was was great. Truckee was really cool. Reno.
3: Hmm.
1: I hear I Reno's kind of interesting. Boring.
0: But it is interesting, yeah. It's right by the lake and stuff. The Journey was playing city there. On
1: earth. Huh? The biggest little city on earth. I think
0: that's yeah, what they call it. Yeah, there's the Cal um I know they had Midget Comedy and Beer Pong on the marquee when I was driving by. I thought
1: on the same night. That's pretty Yeah, tall. I couldn't do it. I couldn't go. <laughs> you yeah. you're pretty tall.
0: Oh yeah, no, I wasn't trying to do any comedy there that night. What Uh, about beer pong? Yeah, uh, beer pong. They would have. Yeah, I don't. I don't even know. I just know how to, you know, tilt a bottle. I don't even know how to use the red cup. As yeah, you know, I'd have to look it up. It was no, I was totally yeah. I saw Uh, this great
1: meme about beer pong earlier today. It was uh, it was like, can you believe we used to actually drink beer out of these things, like beer would go into the cups and then you would throw the ball you know and then you sink it and you have to drink that cup now we fill it with water since covid we fill the cups with water and then you just drink a beer on the side every time you make a ball or make a make a cup or every time the team the opposing team makes a cup you have to drink yeah you can't uh, drink out of the same cup yeah but man maybe that's like I don't know. I think that's where I get a lot of my immune immunities. Yeah. Just eat uh, people's dirt for a decade. Yeah, I don't know, man.
0: It's going in a different direction. Uh, so, uh, what are you going to get worried? And, you know, I think it's kind of good to not be so worried. Um, and, but yeah, I don't know. There's a lot of money in the pharmacy thing, obviously, and the level of investment and the money that they've made, it's just, it doesn't look good, Mm -hmm. you know? And I've heard people that were like, well, explained brilliantly, like about how um, it, you know, the odds are stacked against you as far as like, who's got your best interest at heart and whose interest, what's really going on with these companies that produce these vaccines and the money they stand to make. And, but then, you know, people still get the shot because, their aunt called them and played on their psychology somehow and then mm. they end up taking the shot cuz i heard like you know some people really explain it like wow i feel kind of bad about getting the shot now and then i heard that they got the shot anyway even after that
1: cuz i waited a while i waited for the first round of people to you know get the adverse effects i heard some vi- the, virologists talk few people, about it Wow. A lot of people. It's yeah.
0: really weird, man. Because like, yeah, these guys that are dying. I mean, it's just, I just seem to be, maybe it's because you're thinking about it, but like, I don't know. I, I, like there was this one hospital, I don't know the name of them recently, but there was three doctors that died this month and they were pretty young. Oh, wow. And they all got the vaccination and they died soon after. I forgot the name of the hospital, but um, <clears throat> there's three of these guys. Yeah, from different states, but the same, you know, corporate medical outfit that they were all employed by. Mm. So, you know, unless you have your own private practice, you kind of lose autonomy as a doctor in a way, just because of the culture, for one thing, the peer pressure.
1: Right. You end up having to sell medicine.
0: Yeah. 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 I mean, that's, well, I mean... A lot of these marketing guys, you know, for different pharmaceuticals, they come in with ridiculous stuffed toys to make it cute, you know, and they give you all these free samples and Mm. take you out to dinner. And that's been going on for a long time.
1: Yeah, it's dirty. It's uh, it's one of those industries that probably should be replaced by robots. Yeah. I'm not entirely opposed to it.
0: Something rational and scientific would be better, you know.
1: Yeah, it's a lot to ask for. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, politically, it's
0: dynamite, you know? Oh, Well, yeah. I mean, because you're coming up against
1: powerful interests. Yeah, politically, that would be suicide logic and reason.
0: Yeah, well, Elon Musk, pretty much, you know, he thinks mathematically. Like, he's trying to have as many kids as he can and put as many uh, spectrum... Uh, cyborgs out there (laughs) in the world as possible he's doing it by artificial
1: insemination oh man I can see it he's impregnating a bunch of uh, sex robots with his own junk
0: yeah he did the math he thinks you know that uh, he's got to, you know he's got to increase his lineage he's got to make up for things that have been working against his yeah but he's that's I believe that's probably true you know
1: he does a lot just of, wait for he the has aliens a lot of to come and breed with him. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Maybe humanity know. isn't the way to go.
0: Well, I don't know, man. I, I, I heard the crop circles were bogus. That was two guys in a pub.
1: Did there were, you hear that story? Yeah, yeah. But there were a few I that they that. couldn't explain. Huh? There were a few that they couldn't explain that were really intricate and nobody ever claimed credit for them. But then again, it's like, all right, yeah. maybe somebody's just that good and doesn't want to I talk. I don't know all the stories out there. Yeah. Those, uh, I don't know, too many of those. I know a lot of alien stories, but like the crop circles, I remember most of them were bunk, but.
0: Well, they were all, well, the crop circles were all bunk. There were two guys, like one guy was a, he did all of it with watercolor. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah. And they thought up the, there were these two English dudes in Mm -hmm. a pub that thought it up and they went out there with these cardboard, you know, like they were standing, he was, they were standing on a hill. Mm Mm-hmm. And they could see the grassland down below. it was the first one, the first crop circles mm-hmm. in England and yeah they basically they they used these boards and they just smashed it down. but they did the uh the design with watercolor oh wow yeah
1: interesting i, I saw the board it was like a it was just like a two boy two by four with a a rope on either end, so they could just yeah you know use their foot to (laughs) stomp these things out, but they bent them they didn't break them it's so genius but then they said there were a few of them that were so intricate and nobody claimed credit for them so i don't know it could be i don't know i don't know maybe it's not maybe it's alien handshakes of like hey we like your wheat yeah well that one
0: guy michio kaku the Mm -hmm. uh, physicist Mm -hmm. he was talking about um He was, I don't know if it's just some kind of deep state propaganda that's being promoted, but he was um, talking about, you know, he was credulous. He believed that there was, um, you know, and he explained about, you know, the Dyson sphere. You've heard of that, right? Mm. And how these different stages of civilization that,
3: you know, would
0: theoretically be able to harness the power of the sun eventually, like a stage two and a stage one civilization mm-hmm. stage i think one was harnessing the power of the entire
1: earth mm-hmm. and then something two else. was i think the sun like the entire sun
0: well, the entire sun i think is that if you can do that's what's called the dyson sphere if yeah. you can like um, yeah, if you can harness that then you've harnessed. <clears throat> well, yeah, I think I think maybe that is too. And then harnessing the power of a
1: galaxy would be mm-hmm. number 3, like or many like a black stars hole or something. Yeah, or was it? Yeah, many stars. And they say I think the third one is like invincible. They said there's nothing conceivable that could destroy the civilization.
0: Right, and his thing was like these um ima- you know, these vehicles that they're seeing that are traveling these distances in these speeds, they're actually holograms. Mm. There's actually nobody in the ship because the G force would, if you were a living organism, it would crush your bones, Mm. you know, at that G force. So it's, those craft would be some kind of, you know, um, some kind of craft that they built that, um, is maybe more along the lines of a hologram somehow. Mm. Or, or a drone or some yeah, some kind of drone.
1: Mm-hmm. Some nuclear drones that can just zip around all Some of them look like bugs. You ever see a bug in a camera just zip on by and yeah. it looks like something else? Yeah. Yeah. I always wonder how many times are we seeing bugs.
0: <clears throat> yeah, but these are sophisticated uh, jet airplanes that um are you know, focused on, I don't know, what it is, infrared. It's not something like a, a bug flying by a camera lens. It's, these camera lenses are digital and their sensors show up digitally. It's not even, um, I think everything that they're taking in, it's not even really, a f- it's more of like just digital information assembled on a screen.
1: Yeah, it's not even yeah. visual. They don't Yeah. I think the pilots haven't even seen them with their own eyes or like they catch a glimpse of them if they're nearby, but uh otherwise they're just watching a, a monitor. And it's like a little blip of uh of darkness or light that Yeah, they did a really good uh, <clears throat> television
0: um exposé on those two uh Air Force pilots that uh, witnessed it in San Diego, I believe. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. another you know um, where it was underwater and there was like this thing, and he went to see what this thing was and he looked and there was, he could actually visually see underwater there was something like huge mm. that was submerged.
1: Isn't that crazy?
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: Maybe that was a bug too.
0: <laughs> yeah, I don't know, but um, I don't know. I think, you know, it could be just the Pentagon just needs another reason to have a bigger budget oh for sure right
1: i wondered if Why they not? were running out of reasons though they just since when did they ask
0: the pentagon <laughs> yeah. uh well actually i don't know there's some checks and balance well supposedly they're kind of a ra- rational force in a way but the you know military industrial complex the private companies like boeing and uh, what's the other one uh Lockheed Martin. Lockheed Martin, yeah. They're, you know, they're making, they make money. So, you know,
1: it's it's the same. Mm
3: -hmm.
0: It's
1: an industry. So, um, it's a military industrial complex. Yeah. It's
0: Mm. um, conflict of interest. Yeah, to take all our money. and against humanity.
1: Yeah. And Uh, build (laughs) weapons with it.
0: Yeah. I mean, and then so now they've got more money to upgrade weapons and give the old weapons, you know, to dump the old weapons on the market, mm-hmm. and so now they've got a budget to, you know,
1: fight the country. Go for the sold them
0: to. the new Ford F one fifty,
1: complete with fifty cal mounted on the top.
0: Yeah, yeah, it's amazing. I was thinking, yeah, if you could just, I don't know, man, all the. All the war. I mean, if you could actually, you know, have a movie about some kind of th- uh, like, you know, like earthquake. You know, they had special speakers in the movie theater. Mm-hmm. Um, remember that it was supposed to like shake the. Se- you don't remember that? That was really gimmicky. Um, but it was supposed to like shake the seats and shake the whole theater when the earthquake was happening.
1: You know what happened? Uh, I think in during Volcano. I think they did that. That movie Volcano. Oh, with, uh, you had
0: your own generations version of that I didn't yeah. see volcano
1: it was either volcano or Dante's peak one of them had it It this like sort of interactive experience where uh when the volcano goes off whenever it gets really intense whenever the the earthquakes are going off it would shake things and it might have just been the sound it might have just been the volume of the speakers yeah and I might just be remembering it wrong but I know Universal Studios had stuff like that too
0: oh yeah well, whatever. I mean, yeah, like Jaws was really cheesy. The actual shark, mm-hmm. if you saw it, you know. It
1: oh, like, that movie's garbage! It, like. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> I mean, I'm sure it was great, you know, when that's all there was. But. Yeah, yeah. I guess. Yeah, it just looked great at the time, and now It's you like look looking back, back at it. old Star Trek. It's like, man, this is unwatchable.
0: Yeah. Um, well, I don't know. I, yeah, it was, and it's a. I don't know. It had some weird. It was cheesy. Yeah,
1: you know well it's cheesy
3: me now me was it cheesy back me. then
1: was it always cheesy
0: yeah I think oh. it was kind of like um, that whole 50s science you know in the 1950s those, um, they had a lot of those radiation turning people into monsters and all those the effects the Hollywood you know effects then were really yeah um, toxic avenger but almost you know in just deliberately cheesy
1: yeah, some of yeah. them really tried to be cheesy and other ones didn't. I don't think Jaws sought to be cheesy, did it? I think now it looks cheesy. And old Star Trek looks cheesy, but maybe at the time yeah. it was like, hey, this is pretty good. There's this, you know.
0: Well, I mean, I think Spielberg, TV who, who did Jaws? Was I mean, Peter Benchley wrote it. Um, uh, Roy Scheider it? was Lifeguard, right? Who and who I think it was Spielberg. It? <clears> yeah. Wasn't no, it? was it? I don't know. I heard it was. I, maybe it's not.
1: I don't know. He. Oh, we're just but talking about him at work.
0: The the cinematography on, on it, the way it's put together, is emotionally. You know, I mean, it was a hit, and just. It
1: terrified people. How many people stopped going to the beach? It
0: was. I mean, like the uh, the uh, anticipation and like the um, like that girl swimming, that first opening scene when she's swimming at night, the way uh, she gets the whole process, mm-hmm. the way it's shot. It's just. Uh, it's made well. It's a movie that's just made well. Mm-hmm. Um the uh anticipation and the whatever anxiety that it gives you um, If it worked it worked, right? Yeah, that opening scene is like, is just scary and terrifying, really. It's the way she's like it's just it's like from a nightmare, from a dream, you know. Mm-hmm. If if you dreamed about it, you woke up and you thought about <clears throat> that scene—it's very nightmarish, and it's just—it's perfectly designed, you know, mm. just to terrify. Terrifying situation.
1: Yeah, let me get you. Yeah. Phone. Yeah. confession, I uh, have some goat cheese in the fridge that has seen better days. and uh, <laughs> But it's still edible? Uh, no, it's not. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> but I don't want to take it out of the fridge because it's just going to make things worse. So sitting. There, oh. Uh, oh, okay. Well, why sit- would you want to take it out of the fridge? I mean, well, put it in a
0: trash bag? I thought what about tossing
1: do? it, but it's better off in the fridge. I'll do it later. Yeah, I hear you. Yeah. yeah. But uh, I was just like, wow, what is that? Oh, that's goat cheese. And it's done turned. Yeah. <laughs> Along with the bread I bought it for, probably.
0: Oh, yeah. Yeah. I already, uh,
1: you have to buy. The thing buy about it. bachelor pads is that there's no one to keep I it. Wish in I wish I could buy a half a loaf. Right? You know? Yeah. I have to buy this sourdough bread that's like. Why can't they I just improve
0: the quality, like or a wheat bread? You know? That's, that product has been like the same for years. That's one thing about capitalism, <laughs> um, you know, and like walking in a safe way. Like that rack of bread. I mean, you know, what's the best you can get there? I don't know. You can't get a real sourdough, right? I mean, that's a real sourdough is exquisite. Yeah. It's like brioche, you know, or whatever you call it. And
1: it's good for a day. You got to eat it. You got to eat it when you buy it, right? Like that's when you know it's good. Yeah. Yeah. But when you buy the. Yeah, you're right. You got to sourdough, (laughs) you know, in quotations, sourdough flavor. (laughs)
0: It's got that thing in it that makes it sourdough. Uh, lactate or something Mm. or lactase or lactose yeah (laughs) (laughs) not the gland but
1: the uh, enzyme (laughs) I think there's some gland in there too (laughs) yeah it's uh, very organic a a cow above a piece of bread
0: (laughs) yeah it's um, but yeah they gotta wake up early and make it the same day you're right you know
1: Yeah, it's a whole process. I wanted to do it during uh, the first lockdown. Everybody was making bread because everybody had time, and uh, a lot of people learned how to make bread. Yeah, I wanted to do that. God, I never did. I I made bread, but I didn't make sourdough.
0: It would be good to know how to make good, like you know. I was going to try to make a pizza is like a good pizza crust or a good pizza is really hard to come by. Mm -hmm. And it would be a cool thing, you know, just um, to know how to make a good, like there's some people that know how to do it, you know, and it's their hobby and it's the whole thing with the yeast, the right balance, um, the process of the way the yeast leavens the dough.
1: Mm -hmm. And when you have a starter, you're kind of set for life, right? You just keep feeding it and it, that's it. You've got it forever until it dies, until you let it die.
0: Yeah, it's a very uh it's kind of a cosmic thing, you know. It's it's biochemistry. Yeah. It's um it's, it's life delicious. chemistry.
3: Yeah. It's, it's like life
0: science. Year. It is. Well, yeah, that's another thing. Um well, so yeah, I, here's an amp. We got an Ibanez amp here and uh, uh this uh guitar
1: is a Stratocaster, and it sounds okay. I'm still, um, I don't know how I feel about the levels here. Um.
0: So most, you know, I don't know. I have a lot of songs, and uh, that I was going to play the the um, American Legion. Well, I've done that before, and I got some people that followed me on Facebook. And that was really uh, cool because uh, they stuck around and followed a lot of my posts. So I think I'm going to be doing that again pretty soon. Oh, um, cool. Yeah, it's uh, they actually filmed La Bamba there. Oh, you yeah. Know? Yeah, which is a very festive, you know, scene. Yeah. But usually that backstage, if there's nobody on it, it's like one of the most <laughs> abandoned back rooms here. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I think when I played there, it was so cold. You know, everybody. It was freezing mm. that night. Yeah, but I like you know Highland Park. It's got a nice breeze, and it's part of um, L.A. old historic L.A. And I like Highland well, Park. Well, a lot of you know squirrely stuff that you know the Cholos and the Zoot Suit Riots. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Once
1: upon a time.
0: Yeah, but uh, some of those guys of are Angeles. still around. That guy when uh, he got caught there, he was caught by one of the old school people. I, I remember the picture of the guy that caught the Night Stalker. And wow, I remember when that happened, but God, it looks so old now, you know, the 80s. Yeah. It's just was a amazing. dark
1: time. It's like people didn't go outside. Yeah. They yeah. locked their doors more often. Because he would break into houses, right? And just beat people to death.
0: Yeah, he actually hunted, I think, um, he was kind of a, just a sadistic jerk, and he was on crack and uh, PCP, yeah. which is pretty much the same drugs that are around there because I, we lived across from park and um, actually the guy where I was staying in that house, he'd been there forever until he was bought out. Like I said, by those people that paid um, Jose Hues, our money to take over a lot of houses and we all got evicted, including him. And it was his, he'd been born there, you know, mm. but um, uh, he had to leave um, anyway. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's, uh, but those guys, well, I was just thinking about, uh, the, uh, Cheech and Chong this morning, uh, that film, Up in Smoke.
1: Oh yeah. Yeah. So when they, uh, they, they're so high on the side of the road and they can't figure out how to drive the car.
0: Yeah. And the cinematography on that's great. <laughs> I don't know who, who produced that. But it's really like if you see it on an HD, you can realize that wow, this film was shot really nice, even though it's just you know the, um, the streets of East LA mm-hmm. or Culver City or wherever they made it look like East LA. I don't know exactly where they Some shot that. Some parts of
1: Culver City, really. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we can't really film in Boyle Heights. Yeah. So uh, well, you know, I this mean, is Burbank. This is just like this one rough street in Burbank. Yeah,
0: Burbank's kind of the. Sticks of the 818, as they say.
1: Well, they were at the beach yeah. a lot, too. I remember w- whichever movie that was. Up in Smoke or... What was the other one called? I um, <laughs> was a Cheech and Chogs. Oh, Big I don't know. Up in Smoke,
0: too? That's all I know. is Up in no. Smoke with those guys.
1: There's another one. The one where the cop sure. kept turning into... He was like turning into an iguana because he was getting high around his iguana as he's trying to track them down or something and he's just becoming this iguana. Oh, okay. And they find uh wow. the the guys are like at this grow house along the beach and they've got this tarp that looks like just like regular shrubbery and they have it over their over their crop. But the helicopter sees it and like they're trying <laughs> to get these guys they're trying to bust you guys, but this cop is become look it so up. in. I'm yeah. gonna I'm gonna look it up on IMDb now. Yeah, Cheech Marin, <laughs> Lizard Cop.
0: Yeah. yeah, yeah, that was that was. Uh, Cheech.
1: They just won some like lifetime. I achievement was thinking
0: ago. about the welfare scene where they walk where he's got this girl Donna. He's on the phone, you know. After he's rehearsing that song, you know, and then he goes over to the <laughs> welfare office, and I remember that scene when I was a kid. I don't know who that black dude was that did the, uh, that was sitting there that did the. Uh, oh,
1: all the sound effects?
0: Yeah, the sound effects.
1: Ah, uh, Michael but, Osborne? No, not Michael something, yeah. I know you that about That
0: scene was so classic and yeah. I and I can't that's like I remember that scene so clearly.
1: The one where he's playing guitar. That's Hendrix? just one thing for some reason. And mm. that
0: look and it was the welfare office they did it like it was a welfare office, you know. Mm. It was ex- looked exactly like a welfare office. And for some reason, I was waking up this morning and I was like I don't know what happened, but it was one of the first scenes that popped into my <laughs> head.
1: <laughs> one that always circles around mine is uh Cheech waking up after some night and he walks to his kitchen and on his way he reaches into his aquarium and it's filthy and there's dead fish in it and he reaches in and he pulls out a beer and he just cracks it open oh wow
0: <laughs> yeah I like that yeah I like the uh, the old the 70s it felt like everybody was kind of like like Rockford Files he was living out of uh, he was a private detective mm-hmm. that uh, lived in a uh, on Malibu in a mobile home by the beach and I think he had like um, a Porsche you nice. know that he or Everything something like that it was like Magnum P.I. but it was the 70s yeah Magnum P.I. was kind of was a sort of homage to Rockford Files
1: that was Stephen Dano right or was that Hawaii 5
0: that was Tom Selleck um,
1: yeah uh, Magnum P.I. was Magnum you know, yeah big-ass mustache
0: Yeah, and then Ron Burgundy looked a little like Magnum (laughs) PI. They were going
1: for that, I'm sure. Totally, yeah. Anyway, things looked dirty back then. Yeah, a lot dirtier.
0: Yeah. Did you ever see uh, the Dallas Buyers Club? Nah. Oh. Heard of it? It's the early '80s. It's about the AIDS, and I guess Tony Fauci plays a role in that too. Really? Well, yeah. He was the he was the same job now uh, that he has now back then, and he was one of the villains of uh, these guys were going around to find out what worked against AIDS, you know, and um, I think it's Matthew McConaughey Mm -hmm. in that film. Um, But the way they do the 80s, it's like, uh, it's really the 80s with the phones and, you know, I lived through it. I grew up in the 80s, so Mm -hmm. um, it has a real visual impact. I love that about Hollywood, you know, they really know how to recreate an era. We
1: are good at that.
0: Yeah. It was just the hotel they were at, and the telephone, and the cars, mm-hmm. and everything. You know, you couldn't, it would be like if they had one thing out of place, that would just destroy everything, right? If you, you know, right? If you happen to see a, a Starbucks cell phone cup left or, yeah.
1: or something, <laughs> a cell phone left on a table or uh, anything. You ever, you ever walk into like a, a bar or like a, I don't know, any kind of building, any kind of, public place, right? Or
0: Angeline. You know, you drove by and saw Angeline's car in the parking lot or something. (laughs) Well, it's just kind of 70s. I don't know. It's a Corvette, but it's a modern one. It's a 90s Corvette. What year was it there? Yeah. Yeah.
1: Um, But you ever walk into like a bar and look around and see how old can I date this bar? You know, how old is that TV? Oh, yeah. What's the oldest thing and what's the newest thing in this building? I do that everywhere I go and I always want to see like sure you know if i took a picture well it's easy to do how could i could i tell what year it is
0: is that a hard thing to do usually i I sometimes
1: it's it's easy to narrow it down but sometimes it's tough because you'll go into a bar with an old ass tv like an old tube tv with a glass screen and yeah i love that got that bluish tint even when it's off you know and it's got that
0: Sure, there's a lot of places in LA, mm-hmm. uh, even in like the um early 2000s that were like that, but I don't know how they are now like. I think the Powerhouse
1: is um, one of those. Where's that? On uh it's not there anymore, but it was on Highland and uh Hollywood on the north Okay. East corner. Uh
0: Right there at the Mecca of um, the stars and yeah, all the crazy stuff going on the boulevard.
1: Yeah, across from that parking structure and like wherever like the Johnny Rockets or whatever it is now it was just like a little tiny place and now it's like some swanky looking whatever bar some yuppie bar but they kept the sign up powerhouse and it's like this old sign with the big bulbs and that line the the logo itself and it's was a great place and they had like an old tv and an old dart machine not that old dart machine but the digital dart machines their patio was just the alley in the back and they they closed it off with a gate that was loosely fitted to the walls it's one of those great spots. Apparently, one of the last great dive bars of L.A.
0: I know of Frolic Room. That's on uh, mm-hmm. on Vine. I mean, it's just you know, there's no elbow room
1: there. No. And there's an old old man uh, slinging drinks. Like it was a yeah. It was a pleasure to watch him work. Like <laughs> I saw him working one day. I was at, I met some friends there at the Frolic Room, and I was watching this old man taking cash here, pouring a drink here he was like an octopus and he it's good energy.
0: There's a lot of you know, like most people I've met there, I mean, it's Hollywood and they're usually like, um, they're doing okay in the industry and the vibe is usually pretty mellow and convivial, you know?
3: Mm. Uh,
0: and, uh, I've always, but, and they got hard liquor. So basically that's why, you know, just get a shot of Jameson or two and you'll feel fine. Mm. Um, it and, is a tight squeeze though. But, um, And Hollywood has, you know, you get that ocean breeze. It's pretty nice. Yeah.
1: Yeah. And that lovely stink of the
0: stars. (laughs) Oh, wow. Yeah. George Carlin died, I remember. Or or no, it was Robin Williams when I was around there. Yeah. He died, and I remember his star, yeah. They had all the flowers. Oh, you were living around there? Yeah. I was living in Boyle Heights, Mm -hmm. but I was also playing... Uh, a lot, a lot. Of, I have a SoundCloud. Well, you know, it's just a SoundCloud. But <clears throat> um, I do have a vinyl album I did, like in Cal Poly Pomona, like in 1987.
1: Do I, you
3: really?
0: Yeah.
1: Do you have a copy? That a yeah, that, that I, I, I got buy? a copy. <laughs> yeah,
0: I don't know if you can buy it because it might be my only or uh, one that I <laughs> have left. But mm-hmm. uh, I, you know, what I should do is or digitize. If you have two, let me know. I might have two. Yeah, I might have two of them because mm. um, I'm. Yeah, I was pretty proud of that because I like pulled off a lot of licks. I was listening to a lot of people, and um, it was produced by you know it had some it had some university money behind it in the production, and we actually you know uh, recorded it. And it's a big band, and um, it's really tight. You know, we did some of it <clears throat> uh, in Pomona, but the other one we did uh, at a studio off Goer where uh, Robert Cray, you know, he he did his album there recently. And it was like just really cool because they had one of those big old boards and like the wood <coughs> floor was huge in the studio. The studio was just like this big room with this nice wood floor. Mm. The board was this big board there. And it was just really cool to hang out like, oh, you know, cool. like your Steely Dan or something <laughs> <laughs> in the 70s. Yeah. I'd like
1: to go back to that time. Just yeah. be a
0: fly on the wall. I don't know, man. Yeah, Jaws. I don't know. The Beach. Yeah, Huntington Beach. I grew up around there. but They had a club, too. The Golden Bear. I don't know if it's still there. I saw the Plimsolls there. The Plimsolls are mm. like um, oh yeah, you told power me pop. That,
3: mm-hmm. Maybe,
0: yeah, I did. They had some great songs. Great lyrics, too. And I guess they just weren't Popular enough on K Rock at the time, or kind of like New Wave came in and Power Pop kind of went out. Mm-hmm. Um, they were kind of like, yeah, Power Pop, like cheap trick. And um, so yeah, got the video going, witnessing me drinking beers here. I've had the third one, so <laughs> maybe I can uh, get into another song.
1: to make sure it was still I on tuned this a little see. weird. Sorry. What was it? what you say? Oh, I just wanted to make sure the camera was still oh. on, because uh, the batteries aren't the greatest. Yeah, well... um uh, playing some monkeys there? <laughs>
0: <laughs> um, no, I don't know any monkeys tunes, I'm afraid. Uh-huh. I... Uh, <laughs>
2: I know Spanish Harlem
1: Incident?
0: Um, No, that's um, Spanish Harlem by Ben King produced (laughs) by
1: uh... Or is it Spanish Harlem Blues? Which one is the Dylan song? I think it's Spanish Harlem Incident
0: a nice uh, song but um, I'll do one that's um, about a uh, part-time telemarketer full-time drummer who was an old guy <laughs> and <laughs> at my uh, telemarketing job and I call it Joe the drummer it goes uh, Um, it uh, has to do with uh, well I mean the lyrics tell the story uh, emotionally and stuff but he's a guy that I met at the urinal many times that was the only place to get together
2: outside the 10 minute breaks So this is the story
0: about Joe, the telemarketer, whose avocation was a drummer.
2: They tried to get him to work more hours, especially on the weekend, but he always held his ground. He stayed outside the box that would break him and take him away from who he was and where he wanted to be now. I can smile for tips little baby smiles and so does the old woman walking the dog. In the alley with the stick, she got my humor which is a breakthrough after so much distrust. Dumb times gone by. Bullied in an alley by a disabled biker for
0: spare roaches to fill a pipe.
2: <laughs> the management promoted compliance, and they were just some fascist weirdies tied to a sinking ship. forward in the blowout chair grief stricken feeling the noose of emptiness maybe I could break a string, it'd give me more joy than anything it didn't matter if you believed in the cause or played air guitar the right vibe was everything (laughs)
0: because that has to do with uh, a lot of the people at the job that were of different political persuasions, Mm. and um, they were just expected to read the script in front of them. So um, basically it didn't really matter. Um, Like I had one woman one time just tell me that, you know, well, I don't know. She said, like, whatever. She just uh, wanted someone to (laughs) talk to. Mm-hmm. And a lot of these guys, like, there was one guy there that was, um, he hated Pelosi, and, uh, you know, he was a Trumper, and he knew a lot of, like, I think his dad, uh, he worked on, his dad worked on Jaws, actually, was a prop guy.
1: (laughs) Full circle. I take everything back that I said about the realism of that shark (laughs)
0: <laughs> yeah, I think his daddy, his dad did that head. If you ever see that head that floats down, that that severed head. Oh. He said my dad did that. I was like, "Really? Whoa, I remember that." But I what I really remember was the floating leg. Like like this leg. It shocked mm. me when I was a kid. It shocked me so bad cuz it was a dismembered leg, you know, it had like the whole knee and the foot and like, "Oh my god, it was horrible." It just floated before my eyes. It just really terrifying. It, it shocked me. Yeah. yeah. And um and then <laughs> I was at a bar and I saw that scene like decades later and it was just, it just looked fake. It was pathetic. <laughs> and I was, I was like, wow, I didn't realize. But it was as
1: real as it gets when you were a kid. Yeah,
0: it just, it was close enough, man. And I think it was on the big screen or something. I don't know why. But yeah, it was on a smaller HD screen at the bar. But when it floated by, it was just, it was, it was such a laugh.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. saw was that movie for me
0: oh i didn't even do that one i couldn't you yeah. know i saw the texas chainsaw mm-hmm. massacre but that had some artist art art to it you know like that house when they fo- when they first pull up to that house mm-hmm. did you ever see the texas chainsaw massacre? no i've seen oh. like
1: i think i've seen bits and pieces but it's, that's one of those that i didn't want to do because like it's I just heard of score to hooper i believe Uh yeah
0: and um uh, yeah I mean it's it's yeah I mean you know there's stuff there it's I guess I don't know it's another one that was on the screen there in the afternoon and uh, we were just drinking beers and watching these movies on HDTV in the afternoon and um, uh, but uh, yeah well anyway that's uh, the the cinematography like just artistically, when they see the the house, the way it's filmed, it's so it's beautiful, man. Mm-hmm. It's just like the the camera that they used. Like when they look at the grass and they come up on the house, it was like they had the camera come up like really low and just come up on the house, you know, mm-hmm. from from down at the grass level. Yeah, and everything was the in the such detail. Mm-hmm. And but and you saw these horrific things like 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 chicken feathers and like the knuckle of someone's finger and stuff. Oh like, wow, yeah. And it was, yeah, these hillbillies that lived, you know, in the woods that, I guess, one of the guys was a retired worker in the cattle slaughter industry or something. He had his own thing there. And people just stumbled on the house. (laughs) Yeah, it was like Hostel. I never saw Hostel. I I chickened out on that one, too. I saw
1: parts of that one. That was horrific, too. Yeah. Yeah. I was just thinking about the human centipede recently. Did you see that one? no uh, I, was,
0: I, s- I saw The Island of Dr.
1: Moreau and that was creepy enough for me I didn't see that one um, I think well, that's <laughs> yeah that's a good that's one totally to laugh probably the at. inspiration right yeah wasn't it just <laughs> Island of Misshaped Toys <laughs> not misshaped Toys what's it called Misfit Toys but it's oh, yeah. people
0: <laughs> a friend of mine had a song about that The Island of Misfit Toys it was a good song um But no, Island of Doctor Moreau. I think uh, I don't know who was in that. Uh, It was one of those matinee movies in the '70s.
1: People Um, watch that in the daytime.
0: This doctor messed around with DNA and like Mm. this one. He turned this one guy into a snake or something. (laughs) It's really sad, you know. Wow. And yeah, it was really there was like horror to some of those old films, just the ideas behind them, you know. Just I guess centipede doesn't sound any better. Oh, know, no, it's just
1: pure, uh, what if, <laughs> what if we sew three people together ass to mouth? Oh. Yeah.
2: Wow.
0: That's, that's, see, that's, now, if you see something like that, there's no reason you wouldn't be able to see Texas Chainsaw. It's like.
1: I don't know. There's a difference between gross and gore. Right. I don't know. Oh, I, I really don't, don't know. I'm, I'm out of it, man. When it comes to like
0: <laughs> the modern sensibility or something. Yeah. Yeah. I think I'm stuck in the 70s. Yeah. I should just watch like, what's that? That
1: uh, they Dario do all LR those James 80s reruns.
0: <laughs> reruns. What's that channel? Oh, uh, what TV? Cosmo Land? or something. Oh, I don't know something that like one. That. I was
1: thinking of TV Land. But that has like more of the Munsters and I Love Lucy.
0: <laughs> oh, Yeah. I don't know, man. Um, I wish I knew more about those movies.
1: but I kind of oh, wish yeah. I did, uh, especially the horror movies, Dario Argento and all those, like, The King of Gore and all those people where it was all corn syrup and drilling into people's heads, and I don't know. There's nothing about that appeals to me, so I never watched those movies. But I kind of yeah. wish I was into it, and I don't know what that says about me. <laughs> not that I'm not into it, but that I wish I was.
0: Sounds like a pretty stark perimeter for someone to, to use in analysis. Some kind of bold, you know, something. It indicates something. I don't know. But, um, yeah, I, I don't like, you know, creepy stuff that produces anxiety. I like stuff I can laugh at. Absurdist yeah, existentialism. <laughs> like
1: that's... Um,
0: like that was that
1: the, <laughs> the nook, uh take. Right. That guy
0: Absurd. that wrote uh, uh, Fight Club. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Chuck Palahniuk. Yeah. 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 He yeah. was an interesting character. He's a really cool guy to listen to for someone whose books I've never read. He's a really interesting interview. I saw Fight yeah. Club. I he's saw the He's got a lot one. of pathos yeah. still,
0: you mm-hmm. know, like he built his own house during COVID. And um, I don't know. He knows how to keep himself uh, you know,
1: engaged. With <laughs> yeah. It's important to have hobbies like building houses and writing books. Yeah, like
0: um, something that keeps you uh, grounded in some way, mm-hmm. um, you know, uh, physically. Wow, that's a great picture you got back there. Well,
3: oh, out.
1: thanks. That was a, what are they called? That was a band called Bristol to Memory. Wow, that was a great shot. Thanks. Yeah, absolutely. That was right there, right up front. So. That was a DBA, this one. Yeah, I can tell. This is uh, a band called Young Winona. It looks and, like uh, young Winona. Owner. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> one of the greatest bands to come out of LA, I think. Oh, in wow. recent they, years. Where yeah. are they from? Uh Burbank and elsewhere Hollywood. Oh, okay. Yeah. They're doing the DBA. Huh? Yeah, they did. I, I they came out here for that. Yeah. Okay. Hmm. Yeah, I was thinking of
0: um, trying to get uh, well, I mean, you know, I know a couple guys um that play drums. Well, two, but one of them is in the band right now. The other one, I'm not sure. You might be doing some ukulele stuff, mm. um, which is really cool. And um, but um, yeah, I just had a thing going at Silver Lake Lounge. But then uh, anyway, I don't want to sound like you know one of these uh, guys that blame everything on COVID. It's just pretty lame. Hey, Even though, hey, you know, but COVID did
1: you know it, it destroy a lot?
0: Yeah, I, w- I sure went through a thing you know, like everybody did for a while. Like yeah. at first I was like, ah, wear a mask. Everybody's like touching doors with the gloves and like <laughs> ordering things with their phone and, you know, picking it up and avoiding everybody for a while. It was like everybody
1: was scared. At like, the very beginning. Yeah. You remember when we thought right? the air was essentially on fire. <laughs> and
0: you saw these horrible guys intubed, you know, and shoving things into their lungs. Yeah. And I'm like, and then I, then I heard like, oh, well, there are there's possible treatments, but they're really subversive because... They'll ruin the patent for Pfizer's uh, emergency authorization <laughs> if they find out there's a treatment, you know. Oh my God! So like, but and then you have these doctors. They come out on Joe Rogan, and they're like, these doctors, like, oh yeah, we've treated a lot of these people on, you know, whatever, ivermectin and yeah, and uh, well, a hydrochloroquine. I, I kind of doubted that one at first, but who knows? I don't know, you know. I'm not was that the a one doctor. they were calling
1: horse medicine?
0: No, uh, ivermectin. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But my sister's taken it for things and it it makes sense it's a million in the way it works, pieces, right? Yeah. It's on yeah, the list of the uh essential medicines and it's been used for uh for people, you know, for a lot of things. It basically it's a way of inhibiting some enzyme that makes things replicate and it works at a real fundamental level. Mm-hmm. And it like, you know, but the problem is, it's not patented, and you can make it for pennies.
1: That bothers people. <laughs> that undercuts certain. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Certain uh, goals. Yeah. Yeah. That's why I'm all about subversion. I like the. Totally, man. I like the, the the spirit of subversion is. Uh, Absolutely, it's independent. Strong. It's
0: creative. It comes from a place that's original.
1: Yeah, and know? sure, you get some, you know. Horror shows, you know, you don't want some people like, you know grow an extra limb i was worried about that and <laughs> people well i mean it's off label use for a lot of different
0: medicines that's but what do you mean like for where would you grow an extra limb like just for
1: oh not not literally i uh i was well, worried about the no. the vaccine doing it and like accidentally growing oh, yeah. it. like i take this thing and i have three eyes yeah or nobody an extra really, finger everybody yeah.
0: took it on you know
1: Trust. Yeah.
0: Or faith, whatever yeah. you want to call it.
1: That's why, uh, that's why I waited. Yeah. Well, good for you, man. <laughs> I still took it. I mean, uh, yeah. I got Pfizer. Uh, I got the two shots. Well, you and look all right. Zero effect. Yeah. I even got COVID uh, just before I got the vaccine.
0: <laughs> yeah. Well, there, I mean, yeah. really? Yeah. So, you know, but then, yeah, you know, I hear like this study comes out in Israel. I was up on all these studies because I was, you know, I, I get the information faster by listening to podcasts. Mm-hmm. So, you know, um, I heard that, um, that, based, well, they had the study in Israel that, yeah, the immunity from the actual virus was so much stronger than the vaccine.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: And I was like, well, there's another one. There's another hole in the narrative, you know. It wasn't black and white, and that I think that bothered a lot of people. But, um, I don't, I don't know why so I just, I was just thankful,
0: man, that I got up in the morning and I wasn't sick. I didn't have a fever and it mm. made me thankful every day, you know, that I was like, okay, mm. I had a certain gratitude that I could tap
1: into. Oh, for sure. You know? Cause some people died. <laughs> I mean, some it, people
0: did like the guy of Godfather pizza. He was fat. Mm. Uh, he was obese and he had diabetes. Yeah. Right. Someone called it a, uh, I think it was Tim Dillon, the uh, comedian guy, um, that has played. He played Ontario, not till I didn't go. That would have been fun. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, pretty big venue, man. It was like an Aussie concert or something. I guess it was kind of it was sold out, pretty crazy. I heard he does his podcast like late at night because you know he's been sober for um, like thirteen years. Yeah, but he still talks like. He's cooked out, you know, I can't believe that guy's energy, you know.
1: Oh, he's, he's, uh, he's Rush Limbaugh incarnate. <laughs> I didn't like Rush, man.
0: I don't know. I, I don't think Rush had the same sensibility. Well, you know, Rush wasn't queer
1: for one thing. Mm-hmm. And it, <laughs> uh, and, you know, well, that remains to be seen. Uh, yeah. I'm still, I'm still know, waiting for that, you know, box of, uh, photos from <laughs> under his bed to, to surface. He
0: was on Vicodin for a long yeah. time. Yeah, he had the OxyContin thing or something. Yeah, like that going he was
1: on. on like fifty different medications, I think. Well, not actually fifty, you know, something I like that. I don't know,
0: man. People, you know, they got their mojo, they got their thing going on. I guess he was. I don't. I just don't like the uh, propaganda, you know. I just don't like people. It's like they got, you know, they're doing someone else's bidding. Really, it's like, do you yeah. really believe what you are talking about, or are you just a mouthpiece? Yeah. For, for, you know, for. I don't know, some kind of ideology you believe in. Yeah, um, yeah.
1: That's why I've always wanted somebody like Phil Henry to be the White House press secretary. You know, just tell it like it is.
0: Tell it like it is. <laughs> answer it, answer
1: questions with, with uh, semi-witty sarcasm and probably somebody else's <laughs> voice. <laughs> yeah.
3: Or in someone you know, else's you voice. You might as well.
0: You know? <laughs> I mean, everybody's bummed out on what they're getting you know, right now, so you might as well throw... A monkey wrench in there, something entertaining.
1: I'm afraid of just that a left curve.
0: Period. You know,
1: it seems like a good idea, but I was watching *Idiocracy* again recently. Oh wow, yeah, I yeah. I, uh, I
0: saw I saw a thing one thing that he produced about these country legends, and it was it was amazing. The stories and the way he put it together was really mm. um, enjoyable to watch. It was about um, one was about. Um, Johnny Paycheck, there were like four biographies Johnny Paycheck story, the Billy Joe shaver story mm. and he just you know he gave it the treatment of uh, the cartoons um, but um it was put together well, anyway, uh the stories are crazy and
1: hilarious. <laughs> Because, not, because they're you gotta true, send me a link to this.
0: Uh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I got the CD, this girl gave it to me. And, mm. and co- during COVID, I popped it in and I watched the Billy Joe Shaver one. And mm. The stories are really like legendary. And Billy Joe Shaver a great artist. Um, I like he, and, um, but also, uh, Johnny Paycheck it was funny, he used to pay, play for Patsy Klein. And uh, I love Patsy Klein. yeah, and like that's how he started out. And he was just a bad boy, you know, like crashing people's cars. And, <laughs> <stuff>. <laughs> and then he wrote that song for the workers: uh, "You can take this job and shove it." Oh
1: yeah, yeah. I know that
0: song. And then Dead his, Kennedy's
1: covered that song.
0: That's why I always thought his last name was based on a paycheck, but it's actually this boxer that was a Czechoslovakian guy named Paycheck. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
1: Oh that's funny. Yeah. <laughs> it was this it's it was really pot pot check. yeah. paycheck, yeah. Pot check. It was C Z Y H K <laughs>
0: Yeah, it's serendipity, man.
1: man. Everything comes together. Yeah.
0: <laughs> but um uh, I don't know, I have uh I guess that maybe the mic is coming through enough. Uh, one song I've been doing. I guess I've been like you know, doing stuff just to uh, get on stage. I, it's, this could have more reverb and everything. Um, you want to play with it?
1: The, uh, the uh, amp? Do you have some
2: reverb
1: on there? Uh, I'm sure I do. I haven't really played with this thing, but Let me check it out. there are definitely some options there. Okay. Is that close enough?
0: Okay. A little distortion, but uh, hold on—that's the threshold. I can work with that. Um, <clears throat> this song about a guy that I met uh, in—it's uh, uh, well. I don't know if he would look back and be proud that I wrote a song about him, but uh, he was an interesting guy who uh, was a roadie uh, that I met in downtown L.A. Mm-hmm. for uh, some different bands um, <clears throat> that had, you know, a decent following. I met Black Oak Arkansas through him at the. Um, they're a, kind of an inspirational band, for like David Lee Roth got some kind of uh look from that guy um but yeah he went way back and he had stories with hanging with the ramones oh wow yeah and um gene loves jezebel it's another band that he was uh hanging around Mm. um but i knew him because whatever he just uh just acted like he was on vacation all the time and he had a lot of really good <laughs> butt on him. <laughs> and he was funny to talk to, and yeah. he had a lot of good jokes in his mind. He, would, like, he could play backgammon and beat the computer.
1: Oh, nice. Yeah,
0: so, um, um, and he, you know, he hooked himself up on a couple of gigs and then I think he went, um, I looked online and he ended up uh, fishing on, uh, on his parents' estate. When I last checked on on Facebook, I thought, okay, well, that's cool. You know, he at least found a place where he could, you know, connect with family and some security and uh, do something like, you know, take a picture of himself fishing, like Putin fly fishing or something, (laughs) you know. And uh, I thought, wow, okay, well, he found a place. And um, I don't know. It was um, uh, lent itself to a certain amount of uh, remembrance or uh, I don't know just I think he blocked me on Facebook (laughs) that's what it was (laughs) yeah
1: did that inspire the title
0: uh no no but I I, I was who did it? I was just thinking to myself like you know like or you know the idea is that you lived through these um these heydays of the industry like when things were really cool like late 70s like you know when the Ramones came up all the way to Metallica and saw a lot of cool shit mm-hmm. and then all of a sudden <clears throat> you know your finance is not in order and struggle and then you finally just go back take care of your mom and go back to the normal life after you've been through all this wild shit Mm. Um, uh, and then you know at the end being frustrated (laughs) by some thing that happens like you know there's some eggs broken in the carton in your fridge (laughs) and you wonder who you know you're shaking your fist at whoever broke those two eggs (laughs) in the carton um, that's kind of how it ends. <laughs> so it's like uh, Duran Duran, you know, uh-huh. as I make my way into the ordinary world, I will learn to survive. <laughs> 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 that's kind of the theme. I was looking for a theme. Now, every and time I, think I, I see found
1: broken it. eggs, I'm going to think of Duran Duran. <laughs> well, the melody came to me, and I don't
0: know why. But I was, I was, and I did take a picture of the carton with the two broken eggs, actually. Um, there's oh, a picture of it. on See, the, that
3: should be the cover.
0: Yeah, yeah. yeah it actually, it's it's <laughs> it was a pretty good pick. So I uh, call this one uh, "Who Broke My Eggs."
2: <laughs> there once was a roadie used to moving around no place to return to now. He lived through decades of rock and roll in airports, hotels, and stadiums. He loved the events, the artists, and the life a brook he could return to to do some fishing on a family estate bait and tackle shop, he stopped in to buy some eggs. And the next day, opening the pack, on the counter he saw two broken in the back and After all he'd lived through, believed in, and struggled to achieve, all he wanted to know now was.
0: So yeah, that's uh, who broke my eggs. <laughs> I love that's that. how the theme wraps up on that one. That's my. How do you big. like your eggs? <laughs> uh, over easy, unbroken. You know, if on a good like yeah, uh, <clears throat> you know, um, probably over. I don't know, maybe sunny side up. It with some good potatoes.
1: Mm. Yeah, nobody gets sunny side up anymore. Right? I think people are afraid of it. Yeah, there's too
0: much of the original, you know, un, you know the I'm translucent coke <laughs> on the top.
1: Scares people. Yeah. I think people see
0: beaks. You can't get that unless it's like kind of a high end place, I think. Yeah. You know? You just can't trust them for some reason. No, you don't go to Deddy's
1: for Sunnyside Up.
0: No. Yeah. yeah. I don't. My shelves. breakfast sandwich at the drive-through is never sunny-side.
1: Up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Unless you ask for it
0: specifically, then you you might get it. <laughs> <clears throat> well, I don't know. I never tried. Um, I've gone through many times. Usually, it's a chorizo. Chorizo burrito.
3: <clears throat>
1: the uh, camera may have died, oh, so really? we're still going, but the camera may have died.
0: Oh, well. That's all right. All right. So um, just throw a picture on and I don't know. Why? The battery's gone? Who knows? Power's gone.
1: Yeah, I had it on a low setting. setting.
0: Oh, okay. I see some uh, digital.
1: I'm at 2%. It cut itself off, I guess, over time. I have these extra batteries, but. uh, Yeah. Oh, well. uh, I think they're all dead anyway.
0: Oh. Well, I got three batteries I put in with the beer so far.
1: <laughs> there. It's pretty good. You're fully charged, huh?
0: Yeah. yeah <laughs> hanging in there. Um, let's see. Uh, I guess uh, this is a song about uh, a guy, another guy that I ran into in Hollywood. So these are all just ghost people. But <clears throat> he. Uh, actually um i you know he grew up with um an actor <coughs> a latino actor uh that was in uh, oceans 11 and um, one of the godfathers and um in miami <coughs> and uh, but he ran a music studio in hollywood and that's where Certain people would come through to rehearse, <laughs> and he all, he, I heard a lot of stories out there, just hanging out, because the breeze was so nice. It was kind of like sitting by the beach. It was the uh, ocean air. Um, I don't know if this one is an anti anti climax after the one songs that I just prepared, but
1: uh, <laughs> we can give it a try. <laughs> If I
2: hold this Walt Whitman
0: chewing <laughs> tobacco, Henry David
2: Thoreau. <laughs> Cuban expatriates
0: that waited off the shores of Miami.
2: Waiting for the biplane
1: like an excerpt from uh, a greater story.
0: Yeah, they're all, you know, fragments of uh, some kind of collage here or uh, story that uh, uh, that was a character that uh, ran a music rehearsal studio Mm. in Hollywood. I just spent many nights, like, you know, there was a comedian next to him that uh, drank Colt 45s and smoked buglers. I I Bugler. Wow. Oh, I remember one time a guy came up to him asking for a cigarette and he mm. said uh he said uh, yeah, can I have one of your uh, buglers and uh my friend his uh his name was uh anyway, I won't say his name. But <clears throat> he played the uh Potluck comedy store uh Potluck and he'd been doing it for like decades. I mean, he started in
3: 1974,
0: mm-hmm. and he left <clears throat> town in like 2004. And um, but I just, you know, he would like come back and he'd see it with like, "Hey, man, strictly A-list tonight." Like his material, you know. Mm-hmm. All I knew, he had one joke, <laughs> and it was just uh, the machine ripped his leg off. He had a friend that you know <laughs> lost 100 pounds in one visit to the gym, and the machine ripped his leg off. Wow. Yeah. That was
1: like one of his, <laughs> probably one of his best ones. Someone at my, someone at my work told me she lost, uh, she's like, I just lost 240 pounds. And I was like, wow, congrats. And she's like, yeah, I just got a divorce. It's like, oh,
0: 240 pounds. Oh, it was okay. a man.
1: Yeah, yeah. I was like, oh, uh, congrats. She knew you want some champagne. What his <laughs> weight was. Oh yeah. I'm sure she that. remembered.
3: Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: It's getting up there 240, depending on your size. But, um, so, uh, that guy, he left. Um, and, but I remember this guy, yeah, came up to him asking for a bugler. And he said, uh, he said, bugler, mm-hmm. you know, he said, you want a bugler, right? Mm-hmm. And, uh, he said, no, I, it, it's a, it's it's a bugler," he said. "You know, there's a guy with, there's a uh, guy playing a bugle on the cover of the yeah. package. <laughs> yeah. It's
1: a silhouette, but it's clear.
0: <laughs> it's not bad tobacco, actually. It is kind of like Turkish, you know. Uh, but it's yeah, yeah, it's bad. It's it's bad. I don't know. I have another guy. That if he smelled any tobacco secondhand, he would freak out. He would smoke weed, but um, if he smelled any tobacco, and like he had a good job. You know, he was a news writer. Mm-hmm. Like, I met a lot of people downtown um, in LA that um, were like different, you know, a wide variety of people that hung out there in the patio. He was a very cool guy. He wrote the news for like Channel 5 for a long time. Mm-hmm. And uh, <clears throat> now he does like uh, a documentary or he does news for um, uh, a uh, you know, it's, it's a TV thing, but it's like a government news channel. Um, but uh, he was somebody who, yeah, you know, was okay with weed, but if it came to cigarette smoke, that was no go. Hmm. Yeah. Just like a classist kind of thing. I guess so. You know? But you, you couldn't think? hold it against him because it kind of like, you know, you knew he was right. <laughs> <laughs>
1: No, Bugler is uh, some fine tobacco. Bugler? Yeah, it's all right. It's <laughs> got it, you know. It's, uh, it's not Bolly Shag, but it's what, still pretty nice.
0: Yeah, and back in like 2000, it was like two bucks. It was like two bucks for a pack of that.
1: I remember it, it went going up, for like five to seven, depending on where you went. Yeah.
3: Yeah, That's top, I
0: think, was a little bit lower in quality, right? Top, that was really stupid. Or you
1: used to get it by the drum right? It was like yeah. a, it was like a oatmeal box or oatmeal tin. Yeah. On the top. Oh yeah. I think it came with its own little, uh, roll papers. And oh, papers. and a yeah. roll. Yeah. Wow. It's one of those little, oh. <laughs> yeah. Wow.
0: <laughs> yeah. So, um, you know, I'm not Ted Nugent here. I don't have like, uh, a whole album to put down
1: <laughs> yeah. with you. Do you have one more to close us out?
0: Um, let me see. Um, Boy, that would be a real downer if I, if I don't. I
2: never meant to be this far out. But I fell on my back, arms flailing like a clown, at ease and secure under the sun. the guru on the lawn. and all you can do is drink
3: yourself out
0: Far out is an easy title
1: to throw that one, throw on that one. (laughs) You didn't go with Cat Scratch Fever on that one.
0: No, no. Yeah, it had the uh, blues riff in the back. No, I didn't. Or uh, Stranglehold. (laughs) That was another favorite at the bar.
1: (laughs) That's the classic, right?
0: Oh yeah. Yeah.
2: Yeah. (laughs) Da 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 da.
1: Yeah. I heard uh, who was this band? Uh, Black Rebel Motorcycle Club. Oh, I've heard a lot of them. Of, yeah, yeah, they did
0: a lot of riffs like that. There was another one called the Drive By Truckers. That yeah. reminds me of them.
1: I heard. of, I never. They were a good music. band. Yeah, it's they, similar I'll stuff. Check them out again. Kind of those like crunchy riffs like that. Yeah.
0: Oh yeah. 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 Um, but that that was. A, what was the one you mentioned again? They Black Rebel Mo- Motorcycle Club. Okay, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. I'll, I'll, I'll maybe I'll check them out. Yeah, they're yeah.
1: really cool. Very Did you interesting see them day. anywhere? Uh, yeah, I saw them at a festival called Music Tastes Good a few years ago. It was in uh, Long Beach, somewhere along the shore. Really cool. Uh, 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 it was uh, stages on opposite ends of this... It was right on the big space. Yeah. I forgot where exactly it was kind of near that lighthouse, you know, that famous big lighthouse restaurant kind of thing. And it was really close to that. And they have festivals there semi-frequently and this is pre COVID. Um, And in the middle was uh, this big like exhibition hall where you would go in and these chefs would do all this food and like go, you know, go through their whole repertoire and, and there would be music playing constantly, Whoa, and like some of these amazing. people were also musicians, I guess. And like, it was like a, a combination of music and food. But if you were press, you'd have to struggle between. It was good food. Huh? Uh, I, didn't, I didn't even know. Oh, I got okay. I got a uh, hot Cheeto mac and cheese. Ooh, it was delicious. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right. Doesn't that sound just good. Reminds it me didn't look like
0: good either. It was delicious. Someone told me they used to do like. Um, I was talking about uh, what was they talking about? Spaghetti or I don't know something quick you can make, and they said they were talking about, like, uh, Dorito sandwiches. Whoa, what? Poverty got so bad that you actually did a Dorito sandwich. (laughs) Like the bread was
1: the Doritos?
0: No, I think the Doritos were, like, you know, kind of like the main in-between the bread. Uh And, like, some kind of sauce. on, Maybe some mozzarella, something thrown in there. Hmm. I think maybe some mozzarella. Maybe that's delicious, mozzarella on
1: top of Doritos with bread. Our thing growing up was... uh, string cheese and you would wrap uh, like sliced ham like deli ham around it and it would just be a hearty snack. Well, that's classic, yeah. Yeah, a lot of cheese. Not too good. (laughs) Cheese is great, you know. Oh, it's delicious but uh, not good for a growing boy, you know. Uh, Oh. Kind of backs you up. (laughs) Yeah, oh, yeah. That's true.
0: That's true. Like, that's why my friend never did uh, peppers on pizza. I said, "Oh, oh, don't put any peppers on there, like... Okay,
1: leaks like a sieve. <laughs> well, Elk Ring, right. thank you for joining me here. Thank you for playing.
0: Oh yeah, hey man, thanks for having me. How do we? Uh, how do we
1: find your music, man? You uh, gotta, you well, gotta, I
0: got a Spotify, mm-hmm. and that I threw some um, uh, a lot of my stuff on there, and so that's a pretty limited playlist. You can get some samples that uh, have more tracks. And a little bit more lush mixing and uh, detail on the mic and stuff. Mm-hmm. So, um, but I got a couple songs that I um, uh, are, you know, our songs at Spotify. You can go to Elk Ring for that. Um, I have a SoundCloud. And, um, you know, uh, like that one was called This Far Out. Mm. Um, there's others, Old Country um, and uh, Tadeo that's based on the candle that's not Jesus but looks like Jesus but it's actually Thaddeus uh, (laughs) Saint (laughs) uh, or Tadeo in Spanish means Saint uh, uh, Thaddeus, he's the patron saint of lost Causes Mm. and so um, I did one called that on there that uh, I feel pretty good about Um, and that's pretty much it Spotify I think I mean you know I'm on iTunes and stuff I did a distro kid so you can find other stuff out there awesome Um, yeah I don't have any uh, real hook up right now I'm looking for a studio to um, just rehearse some live stuff and then get uh, um, some more Recent stuff that I haven't recorded that I played here
3: mm-hmm.
0: um, that I feel is um, stuff I'd like to share with the world as well as the people that inspired it. So mm-hmm. you can find it there. Um, at, but right now, that's where it is. I, I've got an old, I've got two elk rings. There's an old one that goes way back to like some crazy stuff. Like um, there's one song I had called Green Carry. Which is ba- basically about carrying around some really good weed from the uh, farmers market, <laughs> the weed farmers market that they had in Boyle Heights. <laughs> so they're all historical. Yeah. Um, you know, uh, documents.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <you> know. Fragments. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. These are yeah, all that, excerpts.
0: And yeah, they're all you know uh, <clears throat> recorded chronologically. So. Uh, <laughs> Beautiful. There's a lot of them um, that you can. Access and uh, yeah, but this thing fell through at the uh, at the American Legion, just because somebody wasn't going to show, and there was just a number of bands. It was kind of volunteer anyway, but it's a really good venue, mm-hmm. um, and uh, the drinks are really cheap, and you know, you hang around with some uh, American flags so that people don't think you're too subversive, and you know, <laughs> fist bump some. Are you a patriot <laughs>
3: <laughs>
0: but it's all good. It's a good fun. Yes, I hope sir. I get that going, going again. Um, so yeah, I have. Uh,
1: and you're now a regular at Pomona Loud.
0: Yeah, I, I, um, the sound guy there is really cool. Um, he's so, uh, <clears throat> uh, you know, accommodating and uh, really, he doesn't. You know, he hooks you up when you mm-hmm. get on stage and he's really got a lot of attention to detail, very considerate and really good vibe. Yeah. I like that place. They just don't have any food. That's the only thing, you know? Yeah. DBA but doesn't have no food. No kitchen. In a, yeah. But, but the vibe there is really cool and I've had a good time, you know, with, uh, with, mm-hmm. um, I, you know, I really enjoyed some of the, you know, the,
1: the acts. Um, Fun fact, you wrap. can bring food in there. Oh, really? I mm-hmm. didn't know that. Okay. There's if a, a bar doesn't serve food, they have to let you bring in food. Um, wow i didn't know that mm-hmm. that sounds like you have to be of, able to eat
0: kind of like if you get hurt you know at the emergency room they can't see you because you don't have insurance or something
1: <laughs> they can like you know they get stabilized you with chips and uh then you right. got to move on a
0: slice of a pizza maybe you get <laughs> yeah. to smell someone's pizza <laughs>
1: let's get a whip of this pepperoni <laughs>
0: But, yeah, yeah, that's uh, that's a convenient place to stop by, and um, it's a downtown here, yeah, kind of in between Pomona and L.A. It's, um, uh, it's a Dale developing Brothers area, I suppose. Yeah. Oh, Dale or Brothers? not Dale Brothers.
1: What's it called? Last Name Brewing. Oh, Last Name, yeah. They, they've yeah. got a cool spot, yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I want to start uh, watching some more of the bands that play there. Yeah. Because the sound guy there is cool, too. They're all pretty cool. Yeah. They've got a cool hookup they've had for a while. I don't know how far it goes back.
1: but Yeah. They've really expanded, too, that whole where the stage is and where all the people are sitting like that audience area, they used to be just parking lot. So they really expanded. I used to park right there, like right up front. It was nice.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I guess that was COVID deal. But yeah. It was weird. Uh, like the first time I was there, it was kind of like a high school all night party vibe. And hmm. then some guy told me, Hey, really? That's weird. You picked up on that because that was like, there was some kind of like, it was some kind of all night teacher's
1: party.
3: <laughs> How funny. <laughs> yeah. It's like, wow
1: they're all just emulating the students. Claremont. <laughs> like we can it. drink <laughs> and we were hanging out with no, kids. I think they're the ones that
0: kind of left early. Like who's this crowd coming in? Uh. but it was a it was a no, nah, there was like yeah, a bus. There were a lot of people. It was filled. It was late and, and the whole place was filled. Mm. There. It was really like that place has cool. been around
1: some years. Uh, they do well. They've done well. They've expanded. I start, I started to see their beer, I think randomly on the east coast I saw Pomona Queen and it's like I know Pomona Queen. Oh on the east coast? Yeah I think somebody just had it and they happened to be from this area wow. I think and I think they brought it with them and it's like where can I find Pomona Queen and I started looking for it. Yeah. I don't think I ever found it.
0: Yeah um, well hey um, uh, I suppose um, you know I've got highlights you know if you go online um, yeah, okay, you know that are selections and things that are kind of picks you can focus in on because I got so much material um, that that's what it is. I got like a handful you can access that are pretty representative of what I've been doing Mm -hmm. for the past uh, two years. Cool. Yeah. Um,
1: Very cool. Yeah.
0: And uh, I don't know, man. I just like getting looser and more uh, into myself in an authentic way. And that's what it's all about, man.
1: Moments of (laughs) self-realization.
0: Yeah, yeah, you know, not uh, some kind of uh, something that it's like, you know, developing a picture or whatever that is something that's there that you're, you know, you're getting closer to rather Mm. than just some kind of, you know, apparition out of a hallucination that just is meaningless.
3: (laughs) Or maybe some of that too. I don't know.
1: <laughs> <laughs> right as your own hallucination. Yeah. Yeah. Like Stephen King. Yeah. <laughs> Sounds yeah. about right. Yeah. Well, yeah. thank
0: you, bud. Yeah. Hey. All right, Justin.
1: I we really should do appreciate this again it. soon. I was thinking we should do this. Uh, yeah. I'll get um, do some reverb and a time. Oh, the yeah. Sound. Oh, yeah. You Next know? time we'll actually tune this thing up a little bit and uh, bring
0: some cigars oh you can't smoke in here right probably not because
1: we can find a place to do it though oh yeah can probably do it outside uh, I don't know about that okay mm. we'll find a place yeah. cigars sound good that'd be nice heck yeah yeah I'll have a better uh, AV setup too the batteries Sorry. don't die <laughs> all right I'll have well, to fill that with pictures of you yeah I got you know
0: <laughs> people that'll um, tune in that have been following and I'm um, looking forward to that and um, you know, talking to uh, whoever tunes in that has seen me live and uh, would like to uh, rekindle or maybe plan uh, some more uh, adventures. Who knows? You know, maybe a tour. I'll buy a Dodge van, like one of those ugly modern ones. Yeah. And, uh <laughs> That looks like a Galenda wagon, but they're yeah. a Dodge.
1: <laughs> With that big wheel on the back.
0: Yeah, instead of underneath. Yeah. You know?
1: (laughs) That big gaudy wheel on the back that's a different color than the rest of the van. Those are the old ones. Yeah. 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 Oh, yeah. That's what I should
0: get, man. Just hook it up. I got to know. I I could find that for sure. People that fix my car.
1: I think you're in the right town.
0: Yeah, I am, actually. (laughs) That's where I get my car fixed currently. (laughs) There you go. Shout out to Pomona. Absolutely, man. They're really reliable. (laughs) Henry's Automotive.
1: I don't know. I should probably go there. They're
0: totally um, knock on wood. You know, their integrity is how they built their reputation.
1: Oh, good. Yeah. It's hard to find in a mechanic.
0: You know, I mean, I think that's their cornerstone. That's how they've got their, they've got a lot of reliable
1: um, long-time customers. Mm. I had a mechanic who was convinced he'd go to hell if he ever ripped somebody off and
0: Oh, I think that's these guys operate on the same.
1: Do they really (laughs) metaphysics? Yeah, I saw that on their wall. Yeah. (laughs) Hey, uh, whatever keeps them in line, you know. (laughs)
0: Hey, man, it's yeah. People need things, you know. They need some.
1: They need some. They need some. If you need the rules of hellfire, then uh, you know, fire and brimstone. If that keeps you honest, then uh, more power to you. Yeah,
0: you know. (laughs) It's if you're upright, you know, that's all good.
1: Yeah, my tires need rotating, so
0: I may hop in there. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. No, they could do that for sure. Um, I'll give you their number. We'll trade uh, links and stuff. Oh, uh, yeah. We'll get, yeah, some, that'll be the next phase. <laughs> well, thanks all again, right. man. Hey, thank you, Justin, See soon.
2: so much.